Hi all, Anime Okas here. Uh, this is where we go through the most interesting light novels, manga and anime. So this time it'll be Bakano Volume 14, 1931, Another Junk Railroad Special Express. Now first off, I love the cover art for this novel. It really pops. There's a lot of cool like lighting and then darkness and stuff. And all the characters are there. It's all just really well designed. And also, um, spoilers for this one. So you've been warned. Let's begin. So first off, I really enjoyed Huey's opinion of Chane. When I say I enjoyed it, uh, it did also make me like a little sad. Um, but it was good having like a clearer idea of how their dynamic or relationship works. Basically, he thinks of her as a test subject. And he sees her as unpredictable. The most unpredictable test subject. So on one hand, I like that she was special in some way. But on the other hand, she's a test subject. Also, Huey never told Chane I love you, ever, um, which makes sense given his character. And um, But but she finally got it from Claire, which I think is dope. Now, Chane's internal conflict throughout this novel is learning to trust in Jacuzzi and Claire. Learning to let go of like the wall that she's put up and to embrace care and connection with those around her. I think it's really interesting how we already know how she's going to be able to do it. Like, we've already read 1934, so we've seen her conversation with Miria and how she feels weird that she doesn't really care that her father isn't her first priority anymore, or how she has a life on her own with her own people. So seeing, like, the breadcrumbs that kind of leads to that kind of state or that kind of opinion um, was pretty good to see. Now, the general format of this novel was fascinating. It was very scattered, to say the least, um, compared to novels that weren't also like part of a core arc, like 2001 and Volume 11, they were more like standalone, at least for now. Um, it wasn't as tightly written. That being said, it is an epilogue of an arc, so it does make sense that it would be more focused on tying things off from that arc, which I think it manages to do. Like we see Claire reunite with Chane, we get to see what happens to Hu and Afim, we get to see Rachel again and see her talk with Claire. Something I think we wanted, like these are all things we wanted to see more of or have ticked off. Um, we get to learn more about Lad as a character. Though we hear about Layla and she's kind of dropped halfway through the story. And I think that's also one of the points of this novel. So it's not just an epilogue to the railroad arc. It ties up loose ends as well. Like we get to see how Jacuzzi and Graham meet. Because we already know they become friends later on. Now... Now that um, Lad's backstory is introduced, in later novels, we can just dive right into it. Um, it's also cool that we get to see Sham as well. So yeah, it's an interesting mix of a novel. Like, it's like half epilogue and then half tying up loose ends. Now, the artwork I feel like has improved a lot, or it feels like that. Like, the middle pages, the art just looks pristine. Um, like, that scene with China and Claire at the end looks amazing, but especially that two-page spread of China looking at the dress and... Um, like Jacuzzi and the rest of the delinquents and stuff uh, all around her. That looked amazing. Um, but by the way, those delinquents all have the same eyes. Like they look like Meowth eyes from like Team Rocket or something. So are they all shams? Like I thought some of them were, but I didn't think they all were. But yeah, it looks really beautiful. Um, also, Sham seems to have a more distinct face now. Like the face he uses um, being like Graham's main goon that he talks to. Um, I also love the interaction between the the vice president um, of the Daily Days and Sham. Him being surprised is cool because the vice president is always like a know-it-all. Um, and so like Sham being like, oh, by the way, you know, I'm Sham. Um, that's, you know, it's kind of cheeky. 
Like, I like how cheeky Sham is as well. He's like, don't tell Huey about this. I'm just over here gaining my own autonomy. You know, nothing to see here. Um, so yeah, that was really cool as well. Now, I'm really glad we got to see Rachel again. I'm really fond of her. Um, like, I really like her arc in the third novel. And her character in general is just kind of cool. Now, her getting to know Claire and his, like, mannerisms was hilarious. Um, also, like, the way she dressed looked amazing. Once again, like, the art really complemented that. Um, but yeah, like, her trying to, like, understand Claire was funny as, like, first she was like, oh, this is, like, the rail tracer. He's, like, some bloody guy who, like, murdered a kid. And then she finds shares and is like, oh, wait, the kid's fine. And then they actually have a conversation. And turns out the guy just needs, like, romantic advice. And then, like, just kind of bit by bit. He just, like, she just realizes that um, Claire's just a bit of a weirdo. But yeah, her seeing Shaz again, Shaz again was, um, like, really good. And poor Shaz, though, like, he had to run into the one guy he probably never, ever wanted to see again. And so soon, too, like, right after. Um, so yeah, he had to see Claire. Shaz definitely did not like that. Seeing Afim, the, um, like, one of the Lemurays guys and um, who, uh, like, part of, like, Lad's group, that was all really good. Like, I like that we have both of these characters I really like when they meet, and they both know full well that they're both just side characters. Like, they both know that they're not very distinctive, and they fully understand that about themselves. It's just, like, it's funny, but it's also, like, a very, like, self-aware joke. I quite like that one. Um, also, Fermat wants to use Afam and Shez. Like, he wants them to meet up. So, like, why? And, like, what does this man have planned? Now, the anticlimactic fight um, against between um, Graham and Claire was kind of funny. Like, it didn't bother me that it was anticlimactic because it wasn't exactly a fight that I wanted to particularly see. Um, it was just like a cool interaction. So the way it ended, I was pretty okay with that. Like, it didn't bother me at all. I was like, yeah, I mean, this is pretty in line with Graham's character. Claire wouldn't really care. Um, yeah, it just seemed it just seemed like it made sense. So I was pretty okay with that. Now, jumping to Fermit. I get the vibe from him that he might actually be, like, the villain of this story. Like, he was, like, an antagonist, right? But we don't really see him as, like, a villain villain. He feels, like, more of, like, a big player. But, um, like, he's not necessarily someone you want to root against. You just kind of want to understand him. Fermat might be that person, the person we want to, like, root against. Huey also knows that Fermat, um, killed Monica. He says, like, that bastard, but I don't actually know how much he blames Fermat. Like, he says, oh, he'll never change. But, like, Huey is famously emotionally unresponsive, so I don't think I'll be able to get much from going back to that interaction. Like, it's pretty hard to get a read on, like, what Huey actually thinks or feels about Fermat just from that small bit. Now, Fermat is also after Zillard in this story. That guy's dead. Or are you going to reveal to me that he isn't and Fira ate someone else just like Shez never ate Fermat? Nah. I mean, I, I don't think so. No, no, I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, I do think he's dead. Now, overall, I enjoyed this novel quite a bit, as I do with all of these novels. So I'm going to tell you my current ranking. Um, I mean, a little bit's changed. I mean, not really. So number one is... Oh, wait, should I start from number one or should I go from nine? Yeah, I'll go from nine. So in nine, um, I have 1933, The Slash. Um, in eight, I have 1931, Another Junk Railroad Special Express. So this novel coming in at number eight. Number seven, I have 1930, Rolling Bootleg. Number six, I have 2002. Number five, I have um, 1931, Grand Punk Railroad. Number four, I have 1705, uh, Ironic Light Orchestra. So that one's kind of moved down. 
Um, I had it at number three, I think, before. Um, I swapped it out with 1932, Drugs and Dominoes. This one's just more prevalent in my mind right now, so I prefer it. Number two, the 1934 arc. And number one, the 2000s Children of Bottle, which is, I mean, that's just been my favorite ever since. Um, but yeah, it's um, right now, this 1931 book is second last for now. But that's only because it's not like a cohesive story and it's mostly an epilogue. But as a reading experience, I did, I enjoyed it just as much as, you know, any of the other books really. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was a good story. I enjoyed it. I do like learning more about Lad's past because I like Lad a lot. And yeah, I'm really keen for the next novel. Um, seems like we're going back in time to the 1700s and it's going to be like a big focus on like Huey, Monica, um, Alma, you know, those three. That's going to be really fun. I wonder if Fermat's going to be in that one. Um, yeah, I'm very, very excited for that. Oh, I just want to add, um, using Fermat in this novel and then like sprinkling him throughout was ge- just genius because like anyone reading volume 14 is coming from the high of volume 13, you know, like part of like the biggest thing in that volume, volume 13 was the Fermat reveal. So now already, you know, just kind of including him and having him being like a background piece that just immediately hooks you. Like I remember like reading the story and then I was like, wait a sec, that they're talking about Fermat. Like it just immediately made me more engaged because like that was the most interesting thing from the last novel, the most fresh thing in my mind. So I thought it was really smart to just like, don't even like, don't do something where it's just like, oh, there's this big story in like uh, the 2000s, but we never touch on it again. Like the author's like, you know what? Let's just go right into it. You know, let's just show what Fermat's been doing in the background. Like I thought that was really smart. And yeah, those are my thoughts for this volume. Um, And yeah. Now, thank you for everyone for listening. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Anime Echoes. That's two words. And if you could leave a review or a like, that would be really helpful. Okay, thanks again.